0: hi welcome to the Rod and Sydney podcast my name is Rod Lyman how are we doing today we have a nice little group here uh, we're doing some live podcast uh at the new vision center in Phoenix Arizona I'm really excited about this this is a lot of fun that we have out in the crowd we have Carter and I we'd love him he's a, he's an awesome audience member and that so you'll probably hear him once in a while which is great you know he's he's cutie isn't he he's adorable
1: are you kidding me yeah, his beautiful just, blue eyes yeah.
0: so, I gosh so, he, you may hear him in the background. That and the f- voice that you just heard, that oh, was, he waved back. Sorry. Oh, my gosh, I saw that. <laughs> the voice that you're listening to, and that's hollering about waving at Carter and everything else, is the one, the only
1: Cindy Mewby. Be our guest, be our guest. Oh, wrong princess. Yeah, yeah but it, she's a pretty one too, Bella. Is that Cinderella? No, that's Bella. Oh, that's Bella. The
0: other, the other Ella. The other Ella. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: And I like to go by Cinderella. I know, Cinderella.
0: You know, you and and our next guest has we're singing and dancing. You yeah. guys are a lot of fun. You know, yeah, There's a lot of great stuff in that, and and it's it's beautiful. And and uh, Carter wants to sing and dance with you guys, and then he just does. Like, he does. Isn't that cute? Is that? absolutely
1: so do you think people get tired of me saying cinderella cinderella yeah
0: no, i think so i think that's the fifth time today it's just introduce yourself as cinderella know, but it's so cute yeah, absolutely i love it oh carter got taken out i know oh. he's gonna
1: be a year and two weeks from now
0: right
2: um he is gonna be a year on march 7th
1: what did i say two weeks yeah a year and two weeks right? a <laughs> yeah. year in two weeks from right,
0: now. right so march 7th you'll be i think be...
2: that's just a few days from actually, now actually you're right today oh, is the second
0: kid yeah, do you believe that i know
1: yeah, time's flying. Oh, and that beautiful voice you just heard <laughs> is our beautiful and special guest, Christine Nicole. Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, we're absolutely happy to have you, honey. Did you notice the little guy here in front of you?
2: Oh, what is that? <laughs> what is that?
0: <laughs> that is Rod, the inspirational um, uh, talk speaker. And oh, then, yeah, he's he supposedly looks like me. So he's, a, he's our new mascot. Put your glasses on, then yeah. she can yeah, see. Yeah. The see, see let me see. see.
2: Okay, a little bit. All yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Yes, he's the, the got bar. his glasses on.
2: Yeah, yeah so, a little bit. Okay. Just, it's very
0: little... cute, though, I will. Oh, admit. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, my gosh. So, this special guest we have today, she is, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's got all these beautiful gifts, and that besides being very beautiful mm-hmm. and, that, and having a view. Very beautiful child, Mm, it's Carter mm. and everything else that, and mom
1: too. Oh mom's gorgeous. Oh yeah, your mom's gorgeous.
0: I think it's because it's the hair. Your you like her hair. Your mom's hair, don't you? It's kind of like yours. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, hi, honey.
2: Hello. So
0: what kind of gifts do you have?
2: Well, I am a psychic medium, which means that um, I help people figure out kind of their future and where it's headed, and then mediumship means that I connect with people that have crossed over. And then kind of the third part of my job is I'm really great at giving advice, so a lot of times when people get psychic readings, they say, well, that sounds great in theory, but where do I actually go from there, and how do I you know, make that happen in my everyday life. So my job is to kind of also give you advice and direction of where to move forward in your life. I believe in co-creating your own life. So um, it's very important that clients leave for me with the the, like the feeling of hope and success moving forward in their life. And so that's very important.
0: Oh, that's that is important. How long have you known you could do this?
2: Um, I'm pretty sure since birth, but at two years old is when my family knew that I was a medium, and my mom was potty training me, and um, actually, it's kind of the short version of it is that my mom's father passed away when she was in her 20s, and they didn't actually, I was adopted, so adopt me until they were in their 40s, and her stepfather is my grandpa, and so they had never spoke of her father um gets a little complicated there (laughs) her father and so when we when she was potty training me we were in the bathroom and i said mom do you hear your dad singing and she said oh you mean grandpa? And I said, no, your dad. So right there, she knew something was different. And I actually gave her a full reading um, about, and I kept saying his eyes, his eyes over and over again. And to find out, well, she knew, but later um, he died of lupus. And the only thing that they could donate was his eyes. So it was like really special to the family about his eyes, but they had never even spoke of him, his name, anything. I knew his name. Um, He followed me around as a child. So I saw angels a lot. And so my mom would, I would say, mom, mom, do you see that angel over there? And she would go, yeah, sure I do. Aww. Isn't that beautiful? Describe it to me. So um, I would also read people's minds. So we'd be in dentist offices and I would say exactly what the hygienist was thinking and they would take step backs and, oh my gosh, did I say that out loud? My mom would say, no, I have an intuitive child. <laughs> We're working on social boundaries <laughs> right now. I'm not speaking that kind of stuff. So um It was definitely um, interesting growing up with gifts. It was hard and a blessing all at the same time. As a child, it's so much to take in. and I do worry about Carter being very intuitive as well because um, the toys will just go off. (laughs) out of nowhere and it's like okay there's spirits in the house like you gotta tell your baby friends to go away you know it's almost time for nap time or it's time for bedtime and so you'll see him kind of just be like okay you can leave now and then if they come back and they play he kind of does that little side smell like (laughs) you're still here (laughs) and when he was a newborn too um he would do this thing where he would just cry in the middle of the night like in the middle of a sleep and so I would have to just put my hand over him. And, and he didn't wake up. You could just see his face. And I said, you don't have to save the world. You just have to take a nap right now. Right. And so he would just completely calm down and go right back to sleep. Oh, so wow. oh blessing he has the gifts, but also it's like, okay, but you get to rest and you get to be right. have nap time.
1: Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. I just have to say one thing real quick that um, your mom was a blessing to you then as a child that she, you know, even if she didn't understand, she understood enough to support, you know, who you were and what you're going through, what you're seeing, feeling and hearing, etc. You know, I think that's quite the, the blessing all in itself. You know, you hear these stories where parents are like, you know, like in Rod's case, you know, his parents are like, shh, don't say anything, you know, and a lot of these kids... You know, had these beautiful gifts and couldn't say it, nothing. You know, you can only be seen but not heard, type of deal. And I think that's wonderful that your mom, you know, accepted what you had and still have, of course, um, and allowed it to play out and teaching you as well the boundaries, like you had mentioned. I I, I think it's great. I just want to put, put a plug in for Pat.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's my biggest fan. Um, but I do resonate with that. When I was fifteen, I think I was fifteen. She got remarried, and she. Married a man that was a Christian and didn't want any part of my gifts, thought it was witchcraft, and he told my mom to tell me that it was fake. So for almost a whole year, because I think they were only married a year, um, she told me my gifts were fake, that they weren't real, that she had made all this stuff up with me. And it was really difficult for that whole year because I kept saying like, well, wait a second, I did all this great stuff. And she was like, no, you had a dream. It was really hard. And then after they divorced, um, she did realize that she made a huge mistake and that my gifts were really a blessing to me and that she had to be more open. And so that's when she admitted that the ex-husband kind of not forced her, but persuade her. And so that she apologized for that part of our life. So, um, and we've, we've now done a lot of forgiveness work around that, but, um, throughout my whole life, I think that she's been very supportive of my gift and I do appreciate that. But at the same time, she doesn't understand it. So it's been like a lot of cross boundaries of, you know, why would you feel that way? And if she, as a, Minor, you know, she would lie to me, and I would say, "Well, like every parent does, right? Like you don't tell your kid every single thing because it's, you know, um, not above their age. Is that how you say it, or below right. their? Yeah. Right. So not age category wise. And so she would say, uh, age,
0: age appropriate.
2: Age appropriate. Thank you. Can't there you get go. the word out. I'm so <laughs> mad about it. You <laughs> know, but um, she would say stuff, and I would say. Um, well, you're lying, and she would say, well, no, I'm not, and then I would call her on it, and then she was like, okay, fine, maybe that is the truth, you know, and so as a parent, you know, you also don't tell your child when you're upset all the time, right. you know, you hide that kind of stuff, and all the time I would say, well, you're upset about something, and she would say, no, I'm not, and so we would have to get to the root of the issue, so I think it was hard for her having an intuitive child.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. oh I bet well, I'm it's sure it's same. challenging for her oh, absolutely. exactly right we have
0: three children that were intuitive and everything else do the same thing is you couldn't hide anything from them you know it's just you know they felt everything and you know a lot of children do that and you know it's, I love that that you you embrace that and you and your mom know that, that that you can't hide anything from from people that you love and there's some things that you don't want to see and you kind of let it go but yeah, I, I'm glad you you embrace that. You you just have to remember that with Carter too. Growing up, that you can't hide anything from Carter. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna see and feel everything too. Then.
2: We, we actually have classes and we talk about raising an intuitive child. My mother and I co-team on that. And one of the biggest things that we tell parents is always speak the truth because Absolutely. they understand that lie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even now as adults, you know, how many times does even a friend just not want to discuss something, right? And they say, I'm fine. And other people will say, well, they're fine. They're just tired. And we're like, no, this is the issue. Like, let us help you. Mm-hmm. And so being a parent that has an intuitive child, it's better just be honest and say, hey. Right you know what today's not my day and that's okay too but yeah. i appreciate you trying to be there for so me so
0: where <laughs> do you do these classes at
2: Well, we've done them a lot at our psychic fairs. And then we've done them at Purple Lotus Fair as well. Um, And so we're thinking about writing a book and starting more of like a workshop setting. So um, we have a lot of parents that are like, well, I need you. I need to just feel supported in the community. I'm in a community where they don't understand the gifts in public school. And half of the class is intuitive because these little spirits are coming in. And they're even almost more gifted than the three of us sitting here. I mean, they have some amazing. Strong gifts, and we're already strong, right? So, just think of that energy being even stronger as like almost too intense for even me, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So, um, Carter came in in a really cool way. He was adopted, and he was just always meant to be part of my family. And so, um, but he showed up in a sun. Do you remember the sun picture of him that he yes. actually showed up in yeah, the sun? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, him, yeah. And his big blue eyes and little yes, cheeks. Yes, and yes. I was like, I think this is my unborn child. And people are like, uh huh, sure. It is, and I mean, you can see there is a baby. I mean, it's not pushing it, there was a baby in the right. photo, right. Um, but more in like the clouds and the sun. But then when he was born, now everyone's like, Oh my goodness, that was Carter! Like, there's no denying <laughs> well, the two photos a, no. together. So, oh, that's um, great. it's amazing yeah. how they yeah. come in those little intuitives. Yep.
0: So, you mentioned the uh, Phoenix Psychic Fair, and that uh, you're pretty big into that, aren't you?
2: Yeah, so we own the Arizona Psychic Fairs, and that has been such a blessing to own that and know so many different light workers. We actually live in Prescott, so we don't even live in a small town. And so it's exciting to be part of that because I'm around people that inspire me to be a better psychic. They inspire me to do more spiritual growth, and it's just like-minded people. And so to kind of be the boss <laughs> of that group is nice because I'm not a very... Um, how do I say it? I'm not a great follower, right? I'm more like a
0: you leader. Know? Mm. Yeah. And
2: so it's been incredible. My mom says, I couldn't have paid for a better college education for you to just like oh, be sweet. have your own business and do this. And actually, that's what I was gonna say earlier about my mom being my biggest fan. I fell into really bad depression and I was just not doing well. And this was um, about five years ago now. And she said to me, all right, what makes you happy? What makes you happy? We've tried everything. We've tried sports. We've tried different friends. We've tried moving. I mean, we, my mom's done singing lessons, which didn't work out very well, you know. <laughs> I mean, she's done everything to try to just basically make me happy at some level, like that inner happiness right, exactly. that you want for your children. And um, I said, only when I'm a medium. That's it. When I'm a medium, that's when I'm happy. And she said, all right, let's make business cards. Let's get you the best training in the world. Let's do whatever it takes to get you to be a psychic medium. If that's what makes you happy, I'm in. And so that's what she did. And so we actually, um, you know Maggie Norton, who's now engaged to Jamie? yes, (laughs) yes, Um, She actually took a chance on me and she had a, a company called Spirit in Motion, and they did expos, and I came into her shop, and I said, I want to be a reader, and she said, okay, let's see what you can do, and she gave a lot of patience and love, and I gave a really great reading. I communicated with her dog. I didn't even know I could communicate with dogs at wow. that point, which is not my thing. I don't do animals, but it was just amazing to expand that, and so she put me in her expo, and that's how wow. it all started for me, so Maggie's oh, part wonderful. of my big story. Oh, I that. love
0: Maggie, and we're gonna see her tomorrow. That, oh, really? Uh, yeah, we're doing a panel with Jamie and, oh. and Mozilla. And that, uh, I'm excited about that because, mm-hmm.
2: and yeah. Jamie Clark is one of my mentors actually because he is one of the best of the best. And so, my mom wanted me to be trained right. and educated on my gift. And the way he describes my gift is, I would go in to mediumship and not really know that much. And I was just feeling, so it was like, oh crap, who's coming in? Like, let's see what happens. And so he really got me to kind of, you know, say, okay, where are we going with this gift? And how do you actually use it in a healthy dynamic for a business wise? Because, you know, when people come into a psychic medium, they want an accurate reading. They don't want you to be in a sense, they don't want you to be training. They want you, they're paying you professionally to give the best you can. So I have about a 98% accuracy, so that's pretty good in well, my that's readings. That's really to know, Absolutely. Like, everything. And so I'm very thankful for that, but it's a lot of, it's not a lot of pressure, but I guess it is, right? Because I always have to be on my A game. I always have to be the best channeler available and so even if I'm having an off day and I'm not feeling good and this has only happened a couple times to be honest but I have had to reschedule my clients just because I have to be completely centered and I told them that you know I'm sorry I'm having such an off day I have to reschedule they said no I want you to reschedule thank you for actually doing that so I tried not to reschedule
0: Well, you, well, that's really amazing. I'm just going to tell you, dear, that, that because I know what an amazing reader you are yourself. that I get to see energy, and I get to feel it, and I get to see that you you have this amazing gift. And, and hands down, I think you're one of the best I, I, oh, mean, I that I share. see. You know, mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to tell you that even when you're not at your A game, you're still over 100%. Yeah. Aww, and I'm going to say that some of the other mediums that I know in that – can't hold a candle to some of the things I've seen that you have and that, and there's some pretty amazing people out there that I know myself and that you don't give yourself enough credit to, for who you are because you are an amazing person. Aww, thank you. The thing thank is, you. is, it's funny is that, uh, we go to the, your fairs, you know, and everything else that, and there's always this table with your name on it and nobody's ever there. <laughs> I know.
1: It's always <laughs> funny to see that. It's
0: always empty. And it's like, because you're running around doing other things that you don't get to Use your gifts. You're you're running around making sure you're putting all the fires out and everything else. Then, and I always told Cindy, it's like you know she just needs to sit down and you need to just allow everything to happen around you because you're so good at what you need. You need to people to hear what you have yeah. to say.
2: Thank you. I actually do take my clients outside a lot.
0: I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that too. Um, yes,
2: but yeah. Um, More than less. I definitely am running around running the fair. My mom actually just mentioned that the other day. She's like, okay, do you really want to have that front booth? Because you're, like, not there and it's missing energy. And so she did say that. So it's interesting that you're bringing that up again. Validation for myself. (laughs) Validation. Absolutely. So.
0: Yes. So I have a question for you, honey. So I'm going to put you on the spot because you are so amazing that Is there something you feel in this room about um, one of us or anybody out in the crowd that you feel in somebody's energy or anything else? I know you're always drawn to Cindy for everything. So is there something you're feeling?
2: I am drawn to Cindy, but that's because I want her to own her power more. And so a lot of times when I'm with her, I will just talk her up. And I do fully believe everything that's coming out of my mouth. But I... And I feel like sometimes I'm over dramatic with the compliments, and Cindy kind of looks at me and she's like, "Thank you, thank you." <laughs> okay, but it's because I don't think you have a lot of people in your life that kind of build you up. They do, but they don't. Does that make sense? Like sometimes, wh- not not you. So <laughs> she's pointing at me, yeah. by the way. No, <laughs> but um, there are people that in our circle feel like they build us up but there's a lot of jealousy that stems from that and so what happens is they're building you up but they're energetically absolutely not building you up so you're feeling that right like that miscommunication of oh i am beautiful or i am something special or i am in my own power. But where's that? Not so much either. And so that comes from like the circle of the people that we hang around. It's so important. All light workers are with people that really are happy for them, like want them to truly succeed. And f- for me, I've had to cut out a lot of people in my life just in the last couple of months being a new mom, right? That's like Being a new mom takes you a step back and you're like, wait a second, a lot of things aren't working in my life. So, um, but you have to have people that are really inspiring you and talking you up. And so a lot of times, Cindy, you're like that beautiful person that kind of sits in the back and they shine the light for everybody else. But it's like your time to stand in your power, like 2018, let's go, let's go. Come on.
0: Super me.
1: (laughs) Super me. Thank you so much. And. I know I probably sound like a broken record. Poor Rod, he hears it all the time. But I really feel like when I stepped into two this year, two thousand eighteen, I was I've been really feeling that. And there's some things that I'm trying to resolve as we speak, so that can come about. I think even more. You yeah. know, um, I think once I do some cleaning house, let's just say. Yeah. I think it'll be more ready, available, and I do. I feel that you know. I felt it for quite a while, and maybe it's just divine timing. Maybe it's, you know, my own self worth and courage and et cetera, et cetera. And listening to people like you and Rod and few other, you know, many others out there, you know, um, sharing what, sharing what they feel and see within and or around me, and it really helps to encourage me, you know, because. I, I've said before, I don't quite see and feel everything that you all do, so it's 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 a challenge for me.
2: Oh well, that's a lie. You do feel everything that I, we feel. Thank you. yes, well, thank and you're right, right there. You well, just, you know, you're kind of putting yourself down and putting us on a pedestal, saying, "Well, we get more than you." That's really, you probably get more than the two of us sometimes, you know. <laughs> and so you have to really own that. And and the thing is, it's okay to be wrong. Like, what if you make a comment? about somebody or something or situation, and you're wrong. Oh, well. You learned that that yeah. wasn't the right energy. That wasn't the yes or no in the answer. So you're learning. But you're not, we're not better than you. We're equal mm-hmm. completely. Okay. But you also see and hear and feel and don't <laughs> fib me. You can't fib a psychic. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Thank you. Exactly. Remember, we just talked about truth? <laughs> yes.
0: We, we see the truth in you, Cindy. Well, thank you. So can
2: you restate that statement again for me?
1: (laughs) Are you going to bleep it all out?
2: (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, for the crowd, go ahead. Yeah, for the crowd.
1: Yeah. All right. So I don't know what it was I said, I mean, to replace, but I should, I guess, then say thank you, and I will honor what I have and step into my power.
2: Yeah. And also, you're just learning right now about Mm -hmm. your gift and Mm -hmm. yourself, and that's okay. So... We're not seeing or hearing more than you. You're just learning about how you see and hear things.
1: Fair enough. I can accept that. <laughs> that's, Thank that's you. That's a
0: very good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That was very, great. You Thank know, you. Yeah. In, in and in a, almost in a textbook type of explanation, and that's like a coloring book, in which you are a color therapist then. Is that what she just said is that you're just finally seeing the colors and what they mean to you. Oh, yes. And it says she's, yeah,
1: awesome, honey. That was greatly put.
2: Thank and you. I personally know a lot of your clients, and they think you're amazing. So I wow. would Thank let you. some of that go of, you know, you know okay. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stop putting you on the spot. <laughs> you no, you're fine. You're <laughs>
1: fine. I appreciate it. I really do. It, it just, you know, bumps me up that much more on a personal level for all this. Yep. Thank you.
0: Right. Anything else, honey? You see? Phil?
2: No, not right now. Awesome. I was going to say something about you, but that's okay. I think I'm going to just send you love.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. Is it something bad? Am no, I dying? Oh, no. Am I, am I dying? I'll oh, be dying. Don't quote right?
2: me. I don't know. No, I don't do death. Or I'll die. do Is that
0: what you said? <laughs> You're not
2: getting out alive. I can tell you that. But.
1: <laughs>
0: Ooh. I use Serious? I'm not immortal. No. Really? I'm I, immortal? You know
2: what? I think I would take that pill or drink the water. I think I would. Sometimes I think I wouldn't stay. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like when uh-huh. you have a hard day, you're like, oh, maybe I should just, why did I choose this route? You know? <laughs> but then other times I'm like, I would drink the water or I, like I, eat the pill if I could live <laughs> forever. Yeah. In my really 20s, please? like I'm almost 30, but like 27, 28, just stay there forever. Yeah.
0: No
1: way.
2: Yeah. Would oh, you? Would no. you take the pill?
1: I would, but I'd be more in my thirties because it feels yeah. a little bit more balanced. Right, not too young, not too old, just a nice balance. Yeah, like a little bit old, like thirty-seven, thirty, like thirty-eight special.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, I'll take the number thirty special. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> uh, would you take the pill or drink the oh, water? Oh, heck, no. You you wanna you are ready to go when I'm it's done. your time. I'm done. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, it's just I, I know that universe isn't going to tell, I can say that, you know, as blatant as I want, the universe isn't ready to take me in, and I'm not ready to go, but, you know, I get jealous when people pass over, and they're like, seriously, you know, it is, wow. you know, I've had, what, two or three near-death experiences already, and <laughs> coming back from each one of those, it's like, you know, that was beautiful, you know, the near-death experiences are beautiful on the other side, I'm not scared of dying,
1: it's pretty on the other side, it huh? It is the it divine
0: is. love. Well, you were with me; you saw it. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother story. We've
1: actually had a lot
2: of our other light workers in our community pass over, and that's been interesting to kind of just see, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. And I've been trying to figure out, like for myself at least, what the message is for me. And I think a lot of those people that I have seen pass over recently is from not filling up their own cup so right like they're always taking care of they're being the best light worker they know how to be you know we all have our own feelings on them it's just like but they were doing what they thought was the right thing always and always for everybody else and then what happens is nobody's filling up their cup nobody's telling them that they're beautiful and they can shine you Mm -hmm. know and that's really hard
0: so it is it really is it's and
2: and i think that all three of us can resonate with absolutely. that right? right and probably a lot of the listeners as well so um actually we lost michael young who was a radio station host yeah, yeah. journey into your light i miss him oh makes me cry um, me too and so part of i looked at michael's life i knew him more on a personal level because i co-host with him and what a blessing that was in an experience, but he really just gave to everybody else. Like he was a caregiver for his wife and she's ill. And, you know, and then the radio station and giving back to the homeless, he did all these beautiful fundraisers. And it's such an amazing thing that he offered the world, but who was filling up his cup? I know his wife loves him and I know his kids were fantastic. I'm very aware of that. Um, but, was the public giving him. Cause I know when people would write in and say like, not, I guess there were trolls on the radio station or however you say that he would just get so upset about them. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I just, I hope he knows how loved he is.
0: Well, you know, I always, I take every time opportunity I have to tell people what's from my heart. I always tell you how beautiful you are. I always tell Cindy how beautiful it is. And that every
1: day, Thank every you, day. Thank you. And
0: I always tell, you know, the people out there in the crowd that I love and dear, that they are loved. And and I want them to know that it's when I look at a person, it's not me looking at them in a the physical sense. It's I look at somebody from the inside out. And so when I see tell you how beautiful you are, it's me saying it, how beautiful you're inside. And I think that is what you're talking about is that filling their cup up, is that their, their love bucket is empty inside because... You can have all the friends in the world and feel the loneliest person in the world, mm-hmm. and that's and that's has been uh, a lot of cases of that we have is that because you're not internally getting what you need, and so. It is. Well,
2: you need to be doing, a lot of my clients have this issue, and what it really comes down to of what I figured out so far is that you need to be living your soul's purpose. So we are very fortunate that our soul purpose is our career, right? But we still need to be having fun, right? Because our soul purpose is more about helping and catering to everybody else at some level, right. and we love that. We wouldn't change that about ourselves for a second but we need to be going and having fun and doing other things Mm -hmm. where some people that aren't doing their career as their sole purpose are in that stuck zone where they're going, wait a second, nobody's filling up my cup. The people around me aren't doing it for whatever reason, if you have toxic people around you, or like you said, you just, that inner stuff isn't working, you know? And so the biggest thing is to go and do stuff that actually fills up your cup, even if that's roller skating or bowling or skydiving, if you're crazy fun, (laughs) you know? Um, But you have to be doing a radio show. I mean, whatever makes you smile, you've got to be filling that up. Because as we know now, other people don't fill up our cup. We fill nope, up our cup, absolutely. and it sucks sometimes, right? Because we look for other people, like, please give me that inner love. I was checking uh, on the baby there. <laughs> yeah,
0: little Carter just went by again. So anyway, I have to tell you something. That if you guys are hearing other voices in the in the background, of that it's interesting. Is I'm hearing um, a male voice every once in a while that's coming through the headset here, and it's uh, it's like. They want us to talk, and, and it's, it's like a radio. You know, it's like, shh, and then their voice will come through. And it's really interesting to be hearing that because I don't, I mean, there's, it's not hooked to any radio or anything else than that. So we're picking up outside energies that is coming, that want to speak through us and everything. Are you feeling any of that? Are you
2: Um, If anything, it's probably a family member of mine because they tend to hang out with me and want to support me. Um, But I was not hearing the voice, so that means I'm too connected to it because a lot of times I can't see my family or feel them because I'm still in that. I guess yeah. what would be considered the grieving, right? We go through the seven right. cycles over and over again, depending on what goes on in our life. But yeah, um, my dad did pass, so it could be him
0: yeah. did or you, my grandpa.
2: We were talking about right. my grandpa. It's a male. Either. It's a male
0: energy. It's a male person that's talking. That um, I, I know you're from Prescott area, and that, but this person is actually it sounds like he's from Payson area and everything else as as a male, and that um, I don't know. It's, it's 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 really interesting. Is that I. Picked up Pacing and picked up mail and everything else. And that. So, but I'm not sure why I hear pacing in my head. But anyway, it's 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 really interesting to actually hear this voice and everything else too. Uh, that's trying to come through in that. During we've had some crazy stuff. We had um, we've had cameras turn on today. You know why we're doing a podcast <laughs> that's and that. True. And it's you actually have to flip the switch to turn it on. So. You know, but it's you get us all of this energy in here, you're going to have something happen, you know, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to you. (laughs) You Beautiful you, and that, you know, what is it, you know, what is it like to be a psychic medium? You know, uh, Cindy and I both being intuitive and everything, having children, that, but what is it like to have a realization at a young age and having a young child and that? What is it like to have, what is your life like having that? Baby in your life and being a psychic medium and just yeah. knowing things. And a mom. I would say that and my
2: life is actually pretty busy, probably, maybe even compared to most, just because it's like you basically have. Um, you know, a radio station times five in your ears all the time. So everything's coming at you, all this information, and it's kind of up to me to say, no, I don't want that information, or this information is valuable to my life at the moment. And that's with every second, literally, not just. So my mom always says, I'm always thinking. Like, I just never turn off my brain at night even. And that is kind of an issue, like, sleeping for me. I don't really sleep as well as most people. But I always have to sleep, like, more than eight hours. Like, if I can't just sleep for, like, I can't take a nap for two hours. I'm not one of those kind of people. Because when I shut off, I have to completely shut off. Right. Um, And as a mom, I would say that it's interesting because I parent very different, Carter. I'm very, like... Um I talk to him all the time like I tell him why we're doing certain things or I just have yeah I would say that I have a very different way of parenting than majority of the people in my life so sometimes they'll look at me and they'll be like why did you do that or why are you doing that and I'll explain to them that I just think it's the right thing and I've talked to Carter about it and him and I have discussed it and that's what we're going to do and so it's really about me owning my power and being like this is my child he chose to come through me he couldn't come through me so he had to go through somebody else and that makes our relationship even more powerful because it's like There's a little soul sitting in heaven that said, oh, I can't go through her to have her be my mom. So I have to use somebody else as a vessel to get all the way back to her. And so it's made me, I wouldn't say love him more than people that have given birth, (laughs) but adoption is a very different thing. It's a very, um, you're born from the heart and so with him, we're very, like, heart-centered, always together. So um, when I'm away from him, I'm like, oh, my baby, he Aww. misses me. Or I know <laughs> when he misses me. And that's another hard thing. If he's with grandma or he's with, a, you know, a friend – it's like I can hear my kids say, I miss you, where most parents, like, have to kind of tune that out and go do their errands or work. And I can hear my little boy go, Mommy. And I'm like, oh. And if I'm with clients, you know, I tell him, okay, I'll be, you know, two and a half hours, and this is what time I'm going to get back. And you can hear him. If I'm five minutes late, he's like, why
1: oh mom? wow and I'm like, that's cool
2: oh, like and it's such a blessing right yeah, but then absolutely. on the flip side you're like where do I get a break
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah you right. know,
2: I don't really get a leeway and it's the same way yeah I would say that I'm very busy but don't you guys feel busy in your everyday lives I mean I'm sure everybody does but there's different of being a light worker it's like mm-hmm. we really never turn off I know they talk about turning the dial and the radio down. But I mean, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post yesterday, but there was a spirit in my security camera. Right.
0: Yeah. And somebody
2: said yeah. they saw three. I saw two pretty clear. And a lot of people were posting. My friends were like, Oh my gosh. Like they're always around you. Like, Oh, <laughs> like Do you ever going to break. No. Somebody no. else called me a, a spirit concierge. They're just like standing in line spirit waiting concierge. for me. So like <laughs> it's like, Yeah, it feels like a lot. I mean, even just going to a trip of Costco, especially with the energy being so thick right now and a little on the dramatic side in general of a society, going even just shopping or anything is very draining on me because I'm picking up everybody's stuff. And me, I want to like heal everybody at whatever (laughs) capacity I'm capable of. Like send them love, send them light. And that's such a... You know, maybe a too say too thing that we say all the time, send love. But like, I feel like you and I, especially, we always are trying to send love. Like that's really who we are, and it's one of our most beautiful gifts. But it also, at some level, is something that there's boundaries with that, right? right? Because you're giving love to everybody, but who's giving love back to you?
0: You Nobody. know, no, Cindy doesn't love me. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you love me, Christy, don't you? Yes. See, she gives Cindy me love. loves
2: you. Uh,
0: I think Susie loves me more than. Yes, see. <laughs> Susan's shaking her head. No, I, you know, it's it's different. It's a different type of as, aspect, of what you said about we are never at rest. Our spirit's never at rest. The more we become attuned to who we are, mm-hmm. the less rest we get. And, and that means our physical body has to match our spiritual body instead of our sp- spirit matching our physical. Our spiritual made our physical to experience what we need to experience and so if we get exhausted and tired in that in the physical world that's because we're using way too much of our own energy yeah
2: it's true it's true. We use
0: the spirit's energy and the universal energy to give love out. It's 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 easy. You know, it's-
2: You know, one of my mentors told me that really good psychic mediums are always a little overweight. Now, I need to lose some weight. I'm not going to lie, but they're always a little pudgy and that's because you have to remain grounded. And I thought like, "Oh, that's just like her coughing out about my weight." But it's true. It really is like a lot of the best psychics you see have a little weight on them. Not maybe unhealthy. There's a difference, right? But just a little pudge, because we just have to physically stay completely grounded because we can just rise straight up mm-hmm. if we were thin
0: well okay I kind of different with that, okay, <laughs> first of all, I don't see anybody I don't see their body types or anything else because that's not what I see in a person that's i you know until. Tell you point something out. I'm not going to see it. Right. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Part because
2: of how much you love. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. That's
0: exactly. I don't see something. You have to tell me that you're this that before I'll right. even see it.
2: Because you see the soul, not the Absolutely. physical. Absolutely.
0: Right? And that's what how I live my life. But okay. So imagine as if a, a bodybuilder works his muscle that gets bigger and bigger, and so does our soul as we work it and bring it closer. In that, and our body realizes that and tries to fit the soul. As a soul grows in strength, our body thinks it has to expand to fit that spirit. And that's that part of that. It's like, you know, yeah, I, I agree that, that there's some of the most amazing intuitives in that, you know, seemed, they, they say, tell me that they're overweight. It's not that, because if you see the spirit, you see this great big light, this huge light behind him and everything else. That's what I'm seeing. It's like, you know, the physical body's nothing in that. And, you know, it's and
2: I wish that was so true in our society. I really do wish that people saw especially somebody who struggles with their weight people for who they truly are mm-hmm. and not that physical part Amen. but it's really not our society and even though we try so hard to bring that to surface as light workers and there's more kind of you know the last couple of years has I've really been about just people in general coming into their own gifts like being like wait there's something more to life I'm seeing things I'm feeling things but as a society at this point we are still so focused on body image and and sexuality and all that stuff and so hopefully you know even by the time Carter goes to middle school I'm praying that we get to a point where we're seeing the soul like you are but yeah but you're an old soul, so you're coming around over and over again, and you're seeing what life is really about, where a lot of people are still surface level. Right. And so, it's unfortunate.
0: Well, There's- it is. And, and to me, I've grown up that. I was in a very sheltered life, I guess, because I grew up thinking everybody saw people this way. And I was really hurt to realize that not everybody sees people that way, that people see them in, in a different aspect, that that this is not my type, this is not my type, and that, and, and, you know, you never taste the love, you know, and that's the part of it, is that we use all our senses for everything, and that, but nobody ever talks about tasting the love, and there is a taste to it, there's a, there's a sensibility to it, and that, it's like, close your eyes and taste love, you see more about the real person if you close your eyes and meet that person.
1: And, so and, true, and and I
0: love it. Is that the the, the accuracy of, of that is that when a person comes into your life, and you see them for what's in, what's in their heart, and that they're the most beautiful people, and that, and I and I grew up in, in not so nice of a, a a you know type of life, you know that not everybody was nice about that, but I still see the beauty beauty in them and everything else. So if you need to, you need to close your eyes and just feel, hear, yeah. and taste. That's that's a kind of important thing. Um, I know we got kind of off the subject about the mom and, and psyching that. Uh, you but know, it was a
1: good subject. It yeah. is, yeah. It's actually being a the, parent and
0: right, and a medium. Yeah. So, so how about you and Cindy? You know, Christy brought that up that that you're also were a mom and, and, and intuitive and that. Uh, mm-hmm. What kind of uh, things did that play in your life?
1: Well, you know, I. Um, I had a little noise here, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, Well, no, I, you know, once I was growing within myself and who myself is and learning and et cetera, I, you know, shared it with my boys and to allow them to see and feel and understand just in case they were, I don't know if they were or not, but they joined in on my reindeer games. And, (laughs) you know, it was really cool, you know, because I know these kids, you know, are very gifted, you know, and these millennials are just really something out there. I mean, I mean in a good way, you know, and maybe a different way. No, I'm kidding. They're sweet. They're beautiful. Um, and for me to just be a mom, to allow them to be open to that just in case you know, they're they're going through experiences and they're not sure, I felt like that was kind of cool on my part, you know. I, was, I felt like the cool mom to, to show this and produce this to, you know, share this with my kids. Well, but um, to... You know, also share my gifts with the others out there is, you know, wonderful too. And so go ahead. What are you going to
2: say? No, I was just going to... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, absolutely not. Talk about millenniums for a second because a lot of people say, per se, negative things about new millenniums, but I have a very... I have (laughs) a very different take on it. I think that they are the new energy coming in. Mm -hmm. And I think that when people say that they feel entitled, I think that... We're looking at it from like a 1950s to a now and, you know, we work for everything we get and and, that, and that's so important, right? Like you can't take, you have to mm-hmm. give back to the world too. But I think that there was a level of society for so long that thought that our only job was to give and not receive. And I think new millenniums are coming in and they're going, but the receiving feels good. That's mm-hmm. nice. So now the newer kids, like even five and below, are coming in, and they're showing that balance. So you can give and you can receive. Mm-hmm. So it's the one extreme to the other, and now these little ones are coming in and showing the balance. And then my mom makes this joke all the time um, in our intuitive kids program. Is just that I was the kind of kid that if an adult was wrong, I would say that, and people would say, you can't talk back to adults, and I would say, <laughs> I'm not talking back, I'm just telling you that you're absolutely wrong in the situation. And my mom be like, "Oh, we don't we don't do that," you know. But then she realized that I was going to do it anyway because that was my soul saying you're wrong. And and raising Carter now, I'm like, "You know, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you know everything." And right. I I don't think that a child should interrupt and be rude and condescending. Right, absolutely. absolutely. I would not encourage that. But can they speak their truth? Can they say that they believe in a, in a different opinion. Why would we raise our kids to be anything other Absolutely. than that? Right. You know, you want them to speak their truth. Yes, balance, kindness, love with what they're saying no matter what it is. But you don't want them to not speak their truth, right? That's how we've had uh-huh. different situations come up where people haven't said their truth and filled up their own cup and then they have addictions, Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. There you go. Absolutely. You, you hit it right on the nose. I raised my children that way to express themselves and, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, you know, and everything else. That. I tell you what, it's it's a cold slap in your face when uh, you have a child come back at you and, and, and act more like a parent than you do yourself. And he's like... Whoa! Because you know, my society growing up and my folk family was um, a child was seen but not heard. You know that type of thing, and and um, courtesy was everything and that and, and I kind of wanted to change all that. I mean, I didn't want to abuse my children. I didn't want to smack them. I didn't want to beat them and everything else. But I want them. I wanted them to feel free to speak what they need to speak, and they do. And sometimes it's it's it feels a little harsh sometimes, but it's a good harsh.
2: The new millenniums also, they're not going to back down. And part of that is that Mm -hmm. extreme that I'm talking about. They can't back down who they are because if they did, then they would become some of the issues that we're already seeing with the society as a whole. So they have to come in, be the extreme, we're this, we're that, blah, blah, blah. And then the five-year-olds come in less less than five. And they bring in that balance. So it has to happen. And for my mom, you know, I'm only 27. And, you know, she'd be like, stop, you know, like, (laughs) calm down. But it's like, but I, I couldn't. It was right. just part of my soul journey. Absolutely. And after, as a parent, she accepted who I am mm-hmm. and said, you know, to be honest, you really suck at this, this, and this. Like, that is just not your thing, even though it was her thing and she wanted it for mm-hmm. me. It's not my thing. I'm over here a businesswoman. She's a businesswoman. You know, so she appreciated that part of me. But there are other parts of me that she's like, I don't like that. I don't want you to be that. No. But once she finally said, okay. I love who you are, and I'm just going to accept you. And you may not be exactly who I need you to be as your parent, but I need you to be you. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And once we got to that point, she has been my best friend, biggest fan. I mean, we've had our issues. You know, I, I put her on a pedestal because she is the best mother for me. I couldn't have asked for a better mom. But... She's also, we've we've had that mother-daughter dynamic. (laughs) Like she's out in the hall probably going, yeah, we have many, many times. But um, it's so important when you appreciate your child. And then on the flip side, you appreciate your parents for what Mm -hmm. they actually gave, brought to the table for you. You end up having this phenomenal relationship with Mm -hmm. the mother-child. We were just reading this book. um, I think it's called... The light is the new black, something like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's so good. And she talks about how she chose her parents and how like she viewed them prior and like all the stuff. Then she had this uh, past life regression and then she ended up seeing them um, like She got to choose who her parents were. So there were like three different choices. And it was interesting the way that she described her parents in that description because it showed why she chose them. Instead of seeing all the bickering and all the chaos and the everyday, you know, do this, do that, she saw them for actually what they brought to the table. And I would have picked them, you know, out of the three choices. And so when I did that with my mom and I was like, look at all the amazing things. I've got to experience by being her daughter, I'm like, I would choose her every time, oh, every
0: absolutely.
1: single time. And my absolutely. dad, he passed
2: away, but I would choose him too.
1: <laughs> nice. Very yeah. nice.
0: You know, it's, that's interesting. Is that, uh, that was, a, that's for another whole nother conversation. Cause you know, I think we all choose our, our parents and,
1: and, and our
2: life too. And yeah. our life
0: exactly. I think there's contracts that we have to go through, but that's a whole nother thing. I want to get more about you and, and, because we have a little bit of just a little bit of time left. I want you to tell me what it would be like to have a session with you
2: so you can do over the phone or come to Prescott in my office and you sit down with me and it's I ask you to write down questions that's the first step so you put your first name and your questions and depending on how many minutes you have I really try to get to all the questions we have a conversation I channel spirit if that's what's needed if you're looking for mediumship if you're looking for psychic I tell you what I see a lot of times I do try to find two visions in the reading so that way um, it kind of lets you you co-create your life instead of me just coming at you and telling you you're going to have two kids. This is how it's going to be. Um, sometimes you're right. There are things in our soul contract that are going to be people say, I don't want kids. I'm like, you're going to have a kid. <laughs> like just, <laughs> just let it go now and let's be happy about that. And we talk about those why you don't want kids and, you know. And, and I really get into the root of the problems because I think the most important thing for me as a psychic is to understand your past of why you are the way you are now and have no judgment and respect in that so that you can feel comfortable and go the, she's not judging me, she's just trying to say look at it from a different angle. Right. So um, And then, you know, the sessions are uh, 45 minutes to an hour and, you know, I'm a same majority I've been so blessed with amazing clients who are on my vibration that's what I ask for so that I can actually serve them and make them feel good and my biggest thing is that you walk out that door and you feel hopeful happy healing processes mm-hmm. happening within yourself um, I really strive to make sure my clients feel happy when they leave. And sometimes they've had to stay a little extra because I'm like, (laughs) okay, let me, let me, you know, hold on a second. Let's come this back. And then they'll say, well, I'm glad I saved the extra 10 minutes because I really needed that extra little step, you know. But the thing is when you have a psychic that's accurate, people know you're right, if that makes (laughs) sense. They're not constantly being like, what do you mean? You know, what is that? So if I can read your past, then at least we're on the same vibration.
1: Absolutely.
2: Nice. Yeah. Very nice. ChristineNicole.net.
0: Good. (laughs) Uh, That's what we're going to see. She read my mind. She knew that I was going to ask that next. How to get a hold of you, of course, is, you know, you go to ChristineNicole.net. But is there a phone number or anything else? There is.
2: My office number is 928-848-7246. But you book appointments online and everything.
0: Absolutely. So good. Uh, That's that's amazing, honey, that uh, you have these amazing gifts. And, Mm-hmm. I just love it. You know, well, what, thank everything you, for you do. Me. Oh, gosh, I mean, this is, we got to do this again. I mean, there's You're so two much of more. You're my
2: favorite people. Oh. So I'm thank very you, honored just to be in ours. your guys' as presence oh, as well. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. We're
0: honored to have you here. Thank and that you. Is, the interesting thing is, is that Cindy and I have kids your age that are your age.
1: That is, like, yeah, your age, yeah. Your age. <laughs> yeah. And it's
0: like, we're sitting here going, it's like, gosh, she's so beautiful and everything. It's, but uh-huh. what, what you carry about yourself and that is you, you fit everything. You know, you fit with every, in with everybody. Thank you. And it's not your age that makes who you are. It's what you carry around, and it's amazing, honey. You're,
2: well, I'm an old soul, so oh, I've been here I, a few times. You have. You've, I like hanging out with adults. I mean, you know, more like as a teenager, adult right. more than my own age. Right. You're,
0: you're I not, did the same thing as a young child. You're not adults, right? Don't call us adults. <laughs> We're not adults. I'm <laughs> still a kid at heart. just said our
1: kids are her age.
0: I know, but I'm still a kid at heart. My My kids are more mature than I am. I
1: know, right?
2: <laughs> and if people got one thing out of this I really hope that you fill up your own cups I know a lot of people on here right now listening are these wonderful love light people that mm-hmm. really want to send love but make sure you're sending love to yourself please make sure at once a week at least you're doing something just for you even if it's a day to yourself it's a day to get your nails done roller skating anything
0: Amen. go do you
2: you deserve it
0: Absolutely. com or dot dot net, .net. Sorry, net. Yeah. <laughs> dot .net, yes. She's a, she's a very amazing woman. That uh, There'll yes. be more information on our podcast uh, information, so how to get to hold of her and everything else. As I always say, you are loved and I am blessed. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Cindy, very much.
1: Thank you, Rod, and especially you, Miss Christine Nicole. You're just a delight and a love. Thank you.
2: Thank you, everybody.
0: Thank you, sweetie.
1: Bye, everyone. Thank you. Have a great night, honey. Love
2: you.